Prophecy Club, is it the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? In other words, what is about to come? And that's the big question. As we know from the beginning of time, there's always been two paths. In other words, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, or the tree of life or the tree of evil, to keep it simple. So today we still have two trees on the earth, the tree of evil being destruction, the tree of love bringing blessings. Both are still alive and growing today. So as we go to the tree of evil, we see Coverstone was told top secret classification on folders that said the American solution. I interpret that as possibly the drive, the objective, to remove all of the Christians from earth as the prophecies in the Bible say. Then he goes on to say, the man in the suit said, three events are planned, but the first one hits hard enough, the other two will not be needed. Then later it says, Hoover would be proud, sir, in our list, meaning probably a roundup list of Christians, is better than it ever was. Then on down, the angel says, bracing will save many, but will also speak to many. They will hunt you. Okay, well, we know that. Revelation thirteen fifteen, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, and free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand. Okay, that's hunting us. We understand that. However, there is a picture of evil winning, but there's also a picture of good winning. Now let's jump to what Terry Bennett was told. I saw in the governmental area that we will go through a dramatic change in our government, and there will be a time of anarchy and chaos. We think that that's already been fulfilled, but what if there's more coming? For a while, we'll have a fractional government. That's, well, sort of right now, but there's probably more coming, which means basically our government come down to the state level because the military steps in, seizes control of the federal government. You'd call it a coup. Here it is. But in all honesty, it will be to help our nation. That's the good side winning. That's the military stepping in. That's important. Remember this. The military stepping in and helping our nation. Let me say it again. The military stepping in and helping our nation. That's why the military will step in. The best I can do for this next part is to ask it in the form of questions because I can't prove what I'm about to say. Tuesday, March 9th, 2021, waking up from a nap at 3.17 p.m., I promise, I heard words. Massive arrests, massive arrests. Now, I do not believe that that was speaking of Christians being arrested. I think it's speaking of the good side winning. See, sometimes we Christians know things by the Spirit, not the flesh. The phone rings, we know who's calling. We can often tell that someone is lying or tell when they're telling us the truth. Now, while we can't prove it by the Spirit, we know it. Now, let me put this in the form of questions, because I can't prove it. So what if... Mr. T, you know who I'm talking about, signed documents giving the control of America over to the military before he left. What if this is the real reason the National Guard is still in D.C.? What if they are waiting for orders to move? What orders? Arrest of the bad guys? What if a rumor was true? What if the delay in seeing these arrests taking place has been roughly because one-third of our senior flag officers are resisting a military declaration saying that, yes, cheating did take place in the election, 
and that they are calling for military tribunals and massive arrests, and that the reinstatement of Mr. T as our legitimate, I'll say leader, because it might not be president, it might be king, as the legitimate leader of our nation. What if two-thirds of the military wants Mr. T back, and the military has no alternative if it wants to survive? Okay, let's just talk about this. Let's think about this for a minute. As I see this, there's three options. Part of this comes from an email I received. It got me thinking, but I put it into my own words. What if there's three options? Option A, B, and C. Option A being the option to restore the most popular president in modern history, whom both the public and foreign leaders know who was really elected in a massive landslide. Option B is to permit permit the cheating, the treason, to stand, which at the end of the day would destroy America. Option C is to establish a military government and then to hold new elections. Well, option C, what would happen? To restore the most popular president in modern history would mean bloodshed, but probably mostly bloodshed on the left. It would also probably mean a bunch of arrests. Then option B, to permit the cheating or the treason to stand, would at the end of the day still destroy the country. Option C, to establish military government, hold new elections, or maybe simply not hold elections, maybe just place the real winner into leadership. That would still take massive arrests and much bloodshed, as the cabal retaliates, possibly with suitcase nukes. So anyone going with B would have to be a traitor, and they would need to be dealt with by the public in due course. Okay, so A is the simple option, simply the military putting the right guy into leadership. But at this late date, that's kind of a long shot. B, that would mean a lot of bloodshed too and the destruction of our nation. So either A or C would be our best hope of restoring our nation or allow B to stand and watch our nation be destroyed. Either way, unless we do something, if we allow things to stand with JB in leadership, it would mean the end of our nation. So, A is bloodshed, but that would be bloodshed mostly on the part of the protesters who are burning, looting, and causing chaos. B, at the end of the day, would cause bloodshed of Christians from the haters. Option C would mean bloodshed mostly on the part of the bad guys. So, my vote, not that I get one, would be our option C. So I don't get a vote, but I do have a prayer, and I have a lot of folks, that I'm talking about you folks out there, that really know how to pray. So what we need to be doing is praying for our nation. Now let me make this clear. Give you a little disclaimer here. I do not have any inside information. No one slipped any envelope under my door. I'm only guessing and requesting prayer for our nation, but I'm doing it based upon prophecies. Let me refresh your memory. April 29, 2017, Sundar Salvarez said, Surround the president with much prayer. Organize a governmental prayer watch. Pray he completes his full term, for that is the period of grace extended to this nation. His term should not be prematurely aborted. Now, we all thought that that would be four years, and it was four years. 
but I also think it was more than that. He went on to say, the Lord spoke to me about this nation. He said, what you need is not revival. What you need is to put your house in order. Now, what does put your house in order mean? Does that mean serving 222,450 sealed indictments? Does that mean massive arrests, massive arrests like I heard? Does that mean that that would be America turning from her wicked ways, Second Chronicles 7.14, so that God would hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our nation? Well, I hope so. Okay, back to the tree analogy. So which tree is about to win? Well, Coverstone was shown that Wall Street, the Capitol, and the church are all about to shake, and from that would come great miracles. Now, we tend to, we Christians, we want to see our side win, and with good reason. However, let me go back to Sundar Salvarez. He said, when Mr. Donald Trump was elected president of the United States, the Lord spoke to me and said, his election is a sign I'm giving you four years of grace. Yes, hang on, this is important. Last chance, grace. Four years more to put your house in order. That's the second time he said house in order. Four years to get your act right. Four years to put your life right. Four years to restore all things back together in its right place. Meaning to arrest and get rid of a bunch of bad guys. Four years to get rid of all the leaven from your midst. That is getting rid. So that's massive arrests. You have four more good years. If you make good on those four years, let me say it again, because that's going to tie together something second. If you make good on these four years, then you will have many more good years to come. If you fail in putting your house in order in these four years, then great tribulation, great captivity will come. Meaning, in my opinion, if somehow there's not massive arrests, then America won't be going too much longer. And I think we all know that. Tell the people to pray for their president very much because there is a danger for his life and his presidency. Now, this was back in 2018 when he said this. If he fails to complete his term, you see, heaven has determined four years of grace. It has been apportioned for you, but if he does not complete his term, the time of grace is aborted. If the time of grace is aborted, you will go into your captivity. When his presidency is aborted, the church in the United States will be held accountable before God. Before this nation is judged for her sins, God gives you one last opportunity for grace. You don't want to mess this up. So you want to pray much. Now, the point there is, you got to pray. We all got to pray. We, we can't stop. It's also saying, when I'm looking at all of this, is it might not be over. Let me jump to Tony Arroyo. Now, remember, this guy's from Britain. Okay, he's in England. He's not an American. And yet God spoke to him about America. Kind of like he speaks sometimes like to Dimitri Dudman from Romania, comes over here and talks to America. Well, I mean, Jonah was sent to Nineveh. Jonah didn't live in Nineveh. He was a Jew. So sometimes he used people from other nations to speak to a nation in trouble that he loves. Anyway, December 27, 2020, and these specifically are prophecies for the year 2021. Now, let me read this paragraph. He says, declare a constitutional crisis, not just of state, but for my bride constitutional crisis. Well, that's what we've been through over the last three months with all of this election, all this cheating and all this, the Supreme Court not settling our arguments and not hearing what is going on. Exactly what we've been through. But he got this December 27. 
for for she does not believe her prophets anymore. Boy, (laughs) how true. Uh, When I see people have half a million subscribers and they never say the name of Jesus, they don't even claim to be in the ministry, they're just giving their opinion, they're just a bunch of yahoos that God has not called in the ministry, but yet they get themselves a little website and they get themselves a nice following, and that's also what Coverstone was talking about by these birds that follow the lead bird, and they slam into the wall, other ones slam into an 18-wheeler. There's too many people following too much garbage on the Internet. So just be careful of who you listen to. They have grown weary of them and have said, how these prophets have become politicians. I think that is because most people just don't recognize the word of the Lord. And the reason they don't is because they don't read the Bible. They don't know who wrote the Bible. And so they, they can't tell the difference. It's just like I commented to Leslie last night. <laughs> Biden was talking. <laughs> Leslie, she looked there for a few minutes and she finally said, I don't understand why people can't see this guy is lying to them. And I said, the reason is, is because their life is a stack of lies. It's a string of lies. They lie. Their friends lie. Their mom, dad lie. Their friends, all of the people who work, they all lie. They're all a bunch of cussers, a bunch of filthy people. So since they live in the filth, to them, everything looks fine because that's the way they live. It's all a pack of lies. So consequently, they can't tell the difference between the truth and a lie. For I did not lay before you Trump versus Biden. I did not lay before you Brexit versus Remain. I did not lay before you Vax versus Anti-Vax. Neither did I lay before you Black versus White. A divider has done this. A divider has known that a kingdom divided cannot stand. I allowed the divider to know what was in your hearts. I brought you to a valley of decision and the division that I make before you is life and death. The Lord says, Oh, church, why have you traded good for evil? Why have you traded evil for good? Why have you traded light for darkness and darkness for light? Why have you traded sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet? In doing so, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. I am against the shepherds who have healed my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. I will separate in this season the carnal bride from the spiritual bride. I will allow for the great divide, but a wandering season will declare it. Meaning, this is saying that America has not chosen the right path. She's chosen the carnal rather than spiritual. She's chosen the flesh rather than the holiness. She's chosen the bitter instead of the sweet. She's chosen the evil rather than the tree of life. Consequently, all of these problems have come upon us. Now, let me point out something else. 4 a.m., that's important, January 15, 2020, Leslie was spoken to in a dream. I walked into this enormous room, instructed four people with large golden poles, about 10 foot tall, and on the poles, the other were written words. I instructed the first person to walk in. The wording said, pray on your face. The words on the second banner said, pray for yourself, family, and loved ones. The words on the third banner said, pray for President Trump. The words on the fourth were, pray for four more years. You must not let the words come out of your mouth. It is up to you, Lord, whatever you will do. It is up to you. He is testing us in our diligence and seeking him. We must not say it is by faith and not really mean those words we are speaking. 
We must not say, it's over. Therefore, I'll just wait for four more years. We must not say, the prophets say this, but we must speak the words back into the spiritual realm to fill the atmosphere in the heavenlies to defeat the evil host of Satan trying to take over our lives. Now, frankly, I think I made some mistakes on that. I think I spoke some words that I should not have spoken, some negative words. But I'm saying right now, brothers and sisters, we got to get back on our faces. we got to pray that somehow or another these arrests take place. Somehow or another, God puts Trump back in charge, gives America, gives Trump four more years, which can possibly give America 40 more years. Now, to tell you the truth, I like to hear 40 more years for America. I'd like to have that, and I'm willing to get in my face to do it. Now, she was told that we need to pray. She was told this at 4 a.m., by the way, that we need to pray four times a day for four days to get four more years to get 40 more years. Well, we prayed that. But I'm saying today, we need to continue to pray. I've added in my prayer closet every night, praying for my nation, specifically praying for evil in high places. Now, let me jump. 2016, March, Henry Groover. Now, I knew Henry. Henry stayed in our home many times, and we put him in on many tours. And of the 130 guest speakers we had, he is my favorite. We've gone to be with the Lord now, however this is important. Now, this is a long story, but I'm just going to get right to the heart of it. So he had a dream that Donald Trump came to his house. He was wearing royal robes and a royal shawl, draped down the front of him with big jewels. Now, I'm going to skip down. Then he stands up and says, well, I've got a lot to do. I'm going to be very busy. Then he says, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back. Now, he said that twice. That's important. So I go and open the door for him, telling him thank you for coming, and I appreciate him coming. Then I look back, and I see that his shawl is still draped over the big chair. I realized he'd forgot it. He'd left. So I ran back, grabbed the shawl, ran outside to quickly catch him, but he was gone. Then I heard the voice speak to me and say, he'll be back. And I only said it once. But earlier, he said, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back. So this could be saying that maybe it's not over. That maybe we really do need to be continuing to pray for President Trump to come back and to get these arrests done. So let me summarize the points that I'm trying to make in this broadcast today. I promise I heard words, massive arrests massive arrests. And I do not think that this is talking about the Christians. I think that this is talking about the bad guys. So apparently, we are looking at Trump somehow possibly returning based upon the prophecies. I have no intelligence on that, but then I have no intelligence. I just have a Bible and some Bible prophecies from modern people. That's all I have. But that's better than the people that say that they have an inside intelligence. It, it grinds on me to see all of these people, listening to all of these people, because they have insiders, real high up. They have intelligence, but they won't listen to God. They won't listen to God's prophets. I'm not a prophet, but we're certainly prophetic ministry. We certainly have words from the prophets, but they'd rather listen to them. Big mistake. Okay, so massive arrests. I think of the bad guys are coming. It is saying that there's a high probability that Trump is going to return but in my opinion, it almost guarantees for things to move forward, there's got to be massive arrests. There's got to be massive arrests or the tribulation about star. We're about to be in a world of trouble really quick. The prophecies also say 
that the military is going to be involved. And the prophecies also say, as I heard, as judgment hits, so will my miracles. So I've got massive arrests, and I've got an audible voice that said, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Question is, is that judgment on the church? Well, we know judgment's coming on the church. We know it's coming on Wall Street. We know it's coming to the Capitol. But is that judgment going to be bad? I think it's going to be good because it's going to wake up a lot of Christians. It's going to shake the church that is so sleepy right now. They think they're going to go in a pre-trib rapture, and that's going to be one of the first bubbles that's going to pop. And God is going to, and this is what Coverstone was told, too, basically, that God is about to shake the church so hard that they will have to abandon their misconception, their misunderstanding called a pre-trib rapture. And that's why I think he gave me that book, How Pre-Trib Won, which if you have not got it, I strongly recommend you get it. Essentially, it breaks into three segments. The first segment is explaining to you how pre-trib won, how the church was so deceived to believe in it. Second part is it gives you the, the three basic principles that you have to understand in order to understand the prophecies concerning the rapture. And then the third part is we've been going through and I essentially debunk all of the claims of the people that say, oh, well, because of this scripture and this scripture is saying this, that proves it's pre-trib. Well, when you have the three truths, I mean, like eternity, eternity enters into time, and that's what causes the heaven to roll back like a scroll. When you understand that, then all of a sudden you you understand, well, no, that's not paying a picture of pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath. Nobody goes anywhere to be escaping. Instead, just as Matthew thirteen thirty says, gather you first the tares, that's the sinners, bind them into bundles, that's Armageddon, then gather my wheat into the barn, meaning after all of the burning, then we're gathered into the barn. All of the burning happens at the same moment, the same moment that morning star, that light sword, that breath of his nostrils, that intense light, as that comes down and hits the sinner, they fall to the ground on a pile of ashes and bones. As it hits us, it is fulfilled right out of Psalm 91. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. In other words, as it hits us, see, it, it, goes, it, it covers the whole earth. It goes to the center of the, of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. The hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. So it hits the whole earth at the same moment, the same millisecond. But as it hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water. And we change from a mud body to a light body. And all of that is explained in the book, How Pre-Trib Won. Very, very powerful and important. And it's a thin book. It's a quick read. I will say you can probably read it in three hours, maybe four. But you'll probably find yourself reading it several times. And that's the reason we package it in a shrink wrap sets of ten. Because my challenge is, if you'll read the first uh, read the first chapter or two, and you won't put it down, and you'll be handed around to your other people out there, because it explains it. Anyway, so let me summarize what we're talking about today. Massive arrests of bad guys must be coming. Somehow or other, Trump is not gone. The military is going to be involved. As the judgment hits, so will miracles, and that judgment has to involve dollars blowing in the wind, 
worthless as leaves, as we get a new digital system. And Coverstone said Passover 2021. Big things are coming for the world. Big things are coming for the world. Which is why you want to get yourself going to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. If Jesus had told you that you should wait in the upper room, would you have waited? Or would you have been one that said, well, I got to go bury my dad. You know, I have the money. I got to go tend to my crops. And my wife is calling me. Or would you have been there? It's the same thing today. Today, the Spirit of God is calling you to be to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. This is not like any other meeting. I personally believe that this has the highest probability of anything I've ever done. And we've done over 70 of these crusades. 70. I think that this has the highest probability in my entire life of seeing this great end-time miracle of God hit. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. I want you to be there. So here's what let's do. Don't listen to your pocketbook or to the boss, or to the husband or wife, or to a son or daughter. Instead, listen to the Lord. I want you to listen to your heart today. Listen to your heart. Here's what you say. Lord, do you want me to go to this meeting? And then be quiet. Ask again. Lord, do you want me to go to this sevenfold miracle crusade? And listen. Lord, in Jesus' name, do you want me to go to this sevenfold miracle crusade? Listen to your heart. What do you hear there? Do you hear a no? Or you may be hearing kind of like just a flat line, just nothing. And then that's okay too. But if you feel in your heart you need to be there, then don't let anything on this side of the sun stop you from getting there. You get there. Don't have the money? God's got all the money. Ask. Lord, if you're speaking to their heart right now, that they should come and ask you to speak to their heart, the ones that you want to come, that you would provide the days off, the transportation, the funds to come in Jesus' name. Now, you do the right thing. I can tell you, if I was in those days, if I had been walking with Jesus for three and a half years and he said, you need to wait around for the promise of my coming, I need you to wait in Jerusalem. Don't leave. I would have waited. And I would have been in that upper room. I would have seen the, that mighty rushing wind. I'd seen the tongues of fire set on people, speaking in tongues, prophesying. My life would have been changed. And I think, I think, I think, <laughs> I think we're about to see that again. Do you want to be there? Would you have been in the upper room or would you have made an excuse? I want to be there. And this is not about me. It's not about Prophecy Club. And frankly, it's not about you. It's about filling the kingdom of God. But I believe he wants to use you. If you've listened to this broadcast, I'm going to say more than three times. If you, nobody can listen to this broadcast unless they're called. Okay, this is not an entertainment broadcast. If you've listened to this more than three times, then you're called. You're called to understand the times we're in, the Bible prophecies, what the prophets are saying, so that when these scared little rabbits wake up and find themselves in a world of trouble and they're running around asking for solutions, asking for answers, you're going to be able to say, okay, now that you're ready to listen, let me explain. 
and they'll listen. Right now, eh, they don't need God. They don't need to know what's going on. They don't need to hear about that mark of the beast, but you wait. When God shakes the church, and in my opinion, it's about to happen, and the prophecies say it's even going to happen this year, there will be a lot of people listening. You want to be one of those people that has the anointing of God to give them the answer. That's why you want to come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. 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 Read it. Get signed up. Look, it's the 27th, okay? Uh, so, I mean, what was a little over a week? You know, you got to make plans. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book will help you to find the truth. If you're really looking for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It'll settle in your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trib. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friends. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it, and it's going to help them to really find the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib 1 at prophecyclub.com.